Okay, I think we can get started. Thank you all for joining us uh, today. And as a reminder, uh, the DAO meeting is for the DAO. So at any point, just feel free to unmute yourself and we can discuss any topic or any, any conversation. Um, you, you can unmute yourself and, and join the conversation or type it at the bar in your chat and, and we will discuss it or, or relate to, to the rest of the audience. Okay, we can maybe start with updates from Beanstalk Farms and uh, today maybe we'll get started uh, with development. How's it going, Silo Chad? Hey, Mod, it's going pretty good. A um, lot of activity the last, last week. So a couple of big things. So first and foremost, the Wells code is now in team review. Uh, so we're performing our sort of sequence of code reviews and making some updates to, uh, to documentation and a, a number of other things on, on that front. But looking to get that in front of Hubborn auditors uh, as quickly as possible. The scope of that code as it stands, um, Publius can, can speak more to later if you'd if like to, but covers the core well functionality and uh, the constant product pricing function. So what remains to be done is an implementation of a pump, which for everyone's, uh, as a reminder, is effectively a, an oracle. And then the integration of Beanstalk into wells uh, using data from, from the pumps. So the structure is there. The pump itself needs to be implemented, but that's all on the horizon. So we'll be focused pretty hard on, on that this week. Aside from that, uh, over the last couple of weeks, we made some refactors to the, uh, the Beanstalk repository, which for those of you that have been following the code, You've probably, you've probably noticed and a lot of movement on related pieces there. So I just go scan through the commits on the, the Beanstalk repo if you want to get a sense for what's going on. But we're shipping code across uh, the UI, um, the SDK, and a couple other components as well to just kind of keep, keep the ball moving. On the UI front right now, uh, Beansama is working hard on adding functionality to support claiming uh, and doing an arbitrary action on the website. So you'll be able to, for example, claim your earned beans uh, or plant your earned beans before depositing or, or something similar to that. So um, yeah, I think those are the big things. Lots of other discussions happening about you know, uh, future work and you know, there's some discussions about uh, future silo upgrades happening. Breen is working on uh, wrapping up the zero withdrawal timer update, um, which will go to for to help one again for a review sometime soon. Uh, but beyond that, just uh, you know, continuing to make progress where we can. Thank you, Chad. And sweet red beans. Did you wanna continue from there? Yeah, sounds good. Um, so. Yeah, the UI for claim and do X is 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 being worked on, uh, and then on our end, we're sort of finishing up uh, additional capability there. So the ability to add plant to any transaction that should be finished by the end of the week, and then um, this week has been mostly working on documentation for Pod Marketplace V two design decisions. So uh, just sort of this going to be helpful when we sort of get to implementation. It's also sort of helping me uh, find the necessary gaps. And so 
have spent a bunch of time sort of enhancing the coloring system that we're going to be using for uh, inspecting market depth of uh, the pod marketplace and excited for for some of the changes there. Uh, and then hoping to, in the next week or so, sort of begin UI work required for some of the new stuff uh, that's going to be finished soon. Uh, specifically the withdrawal timer going to zero and then the Dutch auction for the field. And so that's sort of what's on my, my, uh, my list at the moment. Thank you, Sweetweb. Okay, let's maybe um, move to a little bit of marketing. Farmer Dan, how are you doing? Hey, Matt, I'm doing well. Um, yeah, not too much substantive to you know report on right now. Um, the guy in Chad and I actually have a meeting after this. We're going to kind of um, map out um, things from like a month perspective, like quarterly and like kind of some yearly goals as well. Um, I know one thing that I want to start highlighting more is all of the technical advancements that have happened, um, as well as, you know, those two papers that the Publii put out recently. Um, those are awesome. I'd love to um, break those down and share them as well. Uh, and I believe Triton is also working on, um, on a video. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Triton um, put together a script and has been editing a video I mean, a lot of the stuff that he's been doing is great. Like any of the um, like logo updates that you see, like the Beanstalk Farms Twitter logo, um, as well as like just like refreshing everything. It's been super great to have. So um, yeah, that as well. Thank you, Farmer Dan. Hmm. Um, KXO, who's was one of um, uh, the audience with us today, is a full stack engineer and has reached out. Um, I've asked them to reach out to you, Sarah Chad. So this is, um, I believe they will. So this is just uh, an FYI. Sweet. Great to meet you. All right. How's it going, guy? Hey, Maud. Uh, doing well. And GM, everybody. Um, just wanted to talk briefly about, you know, some of the, some of the budget conversations that were had over the last week. Uh, you know, obviously... BIP 31, the budget BIP for Q1, and the Seraph BIP and BIP 32 uh, ended over the weekend and didn't pass. And I feel like it should be said, you know, at least from the budget perspective, that it was pretty disappointing to see, not just in terms of uh, voter turnout, but particularly in the uh, amount of discussion, uh, particularly in regards to the Seraph BIP, which I think still hasn't gotten a whole lot of uh, attention or discussion at the moment. And you know, feel like this concept of discussion being critical to Beanstalk governance is, is really not just a trope. And I feel like on Monday, uh, you know, that was made abundantly clear to all of us with the activity in the chat and folks hopping on impromptu voice calls. And it's really difficult to, you know, get a sense for what the community is thinking and get getting feedback uh, without discussion, asking questions, things like that. All that said, still feel like the amounts proposed in the budget were extremely reasonable, and you know, think there's a a surprising number of people that are fixated on things that aren't heavily spent on, like uh, the songs and the seasonal themes on the UI, and 
perhaps that disconnect to some extent is just what happens to get announced in Discord, given that so much of the development work is in progress. And, you know, not sure how much, much sense it makes to announce uh, development updates in progress, uh, like in the announcements channel, for example. However, we are in every DAO meeting talking about those very things in progress and also feel like a lot of the output in terms of what beans are actually spent on, uh, you know, is pretty adequately covered in the BIP as well as the operations reports and haven't heard too much feedback on uh, those being sparse uh, in that light. So, you know, with, with regards to all that feedback, I think it was interesting to see some of the community expressing interest in voting on budgets uh, less often, you know, something like a six-month budget. Uh, I think that's certainly something to consider given the context of, you know, not sure it's a really desirable state for beanstalk farms to, uh, you know, no longer be funded within a month's time in the event that a budget BIP doesn't pass. You know, given that even if a budget BIP doesn't pass, there should probably be some opportunity to iterate a couple times on it and repropose to the DAO. Um, so all that said, uh, and, you know, with regards to the Sarah BIP uh, and the and the lack of discussion, perhaps it makes sense to have. Halborn attend one of these DAO meetings again to discuss and, and demo what they, they would actually be doing on their end to help protect Beanstalk. And finally, I guess, with regards to, you know, timing and reproposal, uh, you know, it's how Chad mentioned the remove withdraw timer BIP that Breen uh, has been very heavily responsible for. Hopefully we can get the final audit reports for that as well as the sunrise improvements BIP, which introduces the the Dutch Dutch auction in the field and and adjusts the uh, sunrise base incentive reward. And you know, given that we do have Beanstalk Farms does have the funding for another month or so, I think there is some value in having some of these BIPs go up at the same time so farmers can vote uh, on them simultaneously. So. You know, hopefully those four, the four proposals being the budget, Seraph, the remo remove withdraw timer, and the sunrise improvements, hopefully those can go out, uh, you know, sometimes, sometime in the next two or three weeks. But I think it's also important to have the sunrise BIP and remove withdraw timer BIP up on a Munify for, you know, some amount of time, call it a couple weeks. So that was a lot. but. Uh, Hope that provides some color on some of the thinking around the budget and proposing, reproposing some point in the near future. And Guy, maybe this is something that um, has been briefly discussed, or maybe not not discussed, is the duration um, of the vote. Um, is this something that can be considered? And if it is to be considered, does that need a bit for it to be also like changed? Well, it can certainly be considered. Uh, I haven't personally put any thought into it, um, although that's that's interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I have any really thoughts offhand on it. Uh, but with regards to your last question, uh, it would it would certainly require a BIP in order to change. Okay, and as we stand right now, as you said, is that Beanstalk Farms 
uh, more or less still has a budget for another month, and then and and during this time where we expect to repropose um, the budget dip. That's right, and uh, obviously happy to use this time to answer any questions about any of that. Um, you know, that's exactly what these meetings are for. So, would love to, you know, start some discussion uh, both in the chat as well as as well as live if, if folks are interested. Okay. And the thinking is maybe instead of uh, proposing a quarterly budget, it'll be, you know, a half or a budget for the, for the half, basically. Yeah, unclear at the moment. Um, you know, as I was mentioning, fortunately, uh, it's not like time critical on a, on a day-to-day basis. We do have a month to, or at least a couple weeks to, to think this through. You know, Perhaps one solution, even if uh, the concept is to have six-month budgets, is to you know separate those two budgets into different BIPs, but just propose them at the same time. You know that would be one option as well. It could also be what you just suggested, which was proposing a a budget for all of Q1 and Q2. Um, you know, not not totally clear what the what the right answer is. But I guess we, you know, as the saying goes, we're all trying to figure it out. So we'll see. We'll see how the discussion goes. Okay, um, Publius. Um, I guess maybe there are two things uh, to discuss here: the technical bit, which Sarachad maybe touched upon a bit uh, when it when it came to or it comes to Wells, and then the second bit is the is the budget and your thoughts, you know, on the overall, you know, DAO and the development uh, of Beanstalk. Any any thoughts there that you'd like to share with the with the community? So defer to Publius on the <clears throat> the technical updates, uh, but do want to comment on the governance front uh, without even getting into the substance of the budget bip and the seraph bip. It does feel like the friction to change the protocol is getting higher and higher over time now on the one hand that is by design and the goal is for at the protocol la layer for things to ossify over time and that is one of the core features of money that is necessary if the money can change constantly uh it's probably not a good store of value uh and therefore it's hard to know what the what the solution is in terms of maintaining uh, high levels of difficulty and changing the protocol uh, or changing uh, a version of the protocol and ensuring that there continues to be a free ability to iterate and innovate on the protocol. And those two things are almost directly at odds. And so the, the punchline is perhaps that the, the governance system that is currently in place is good at some things and bad at other things. And if you consider how uh, smart contract or DAO-based governance is very similar in some ways, but also very different from L1 governance, uh, where the ability to fork a layer one is much more uh, 
explicitly defined within the nature of the protocol, uh, it probably it probably makes sense to take another look at the governance process overall and figure out where a better balance can be struck between difficulty in changing the protocol that people have exposure to while not limiting development or innovation. And in particular, don't really feel like a budget BIP falls into this uh, territory as much as the Seraph BIP does. Um, from a substantive perspective, do feel like that BIP was very uh, thoughtful and relevant given what has happened to Beanstalk in the past and do think that it's a bad sign that that BIP didn't come close to a quorum. And that 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 seems to be, I mean, it, it, it is worth saying, Beanstalk uh, has, has basically never been good enough uh, to exist in perpetuity, and it appears it still isn't. Uh, but the market has a really beautiful way of finding the weak points and the least common denominators and the high friction points within the system that are preventing it from from maintaining peg or decreasing the debt level or uh, a variety of different things. And while from an economics perspective, it feels like the the main least common denominators at the moment are the seeds per BDV and the temperature reflexivity on the downside, how that's lacking. Uh, it, it, at least from our perspective, it really does feel like the governance at the moment is the least common denominator. And on the one hand, governance is at this point perhaps, uh, I don't know if scary is the right word, but it, it might be, uh, given what's happened to Beanstalk in the past. Uh, but it does feel like the time is now to start to really think about what a, a long-term system of governance looks like and independent of how quickly it's all migrated back on chain or not uh, from a, from a very high level, there does seem to need to be some changes in the way that the protocol is governed in addition to where it's governed on or off chain. So that is going to be something that we intend to spend a lot of time thinking about over the next couple of weeks. And, uh, that that probably is where at the margin the like the the most improvements to beanstalk can be made in the short term such that it's more likely at the margin to exist in perpetuity or be able to exist in perpetuity so uh on the one hand good problems to have uh the market showing where beanstalk is weak is never a bad thing uh unless it it destroys the protocol like like what happened in april so uh, that that type of catastrophe aside, hard to think of the 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 fact that two bips didn't pass as an existential crisis as much as just an indication that there are still major problems with the protocol that really do need to be improved on and iterated on. So uh, governance uh, is is quickly being pointed to or, or strongly being pointed to as something that requires some iteration at the protocol level at the moment and. We we look forward to participating in that process over the next couple of weeks and months, but uh, it's it's hard to. At the same time, it is worth saying that it's hard to feel good about, uh, as Guy was saying, the the quality and amount of discussion on the BIPs prior to them failing. If you look at the history of Beanstalk, it really does feel like discussion has even decreased, and so we would just. 
I mean, to some extent, we also have not been participating as much as we used to. And so perhaps we we can do a better job as well of participating in these discussions. But uh, as has always been the case, we really don't want Publius to be uh, a necessary voice in the process. And perhaps the system's just not there yet where we can really not participate in these governance discussions at all. And uh, that's, I guess, neither here nor there. Although if it, in a perfect world, it certainly would be uh, unnecessary for us to participate. So with all that being said, uh, very much excited to work on the governance uh, with other members of the DAO and participate in hopefully a, a constructive discussion on what's important from a decentralized governance perspective. Uh, but it's probably not something that a clear answer is going to present itself in the next day. And it's more likely to be something that will take weeks or, or even months to fix. And or, or even fix enough such that the protocol can continue to iterate while maintaining its integrity. And that is a very complex, nuanced position to try to try to maintain, but it's it's one that's going to be necessary for, for the protocol to do. So uh, a little bit of a ramble here, but feel like this is this is the issue of the day at the moment and therefore uh, worthy of, of discussion. Thank you, Publius. And I know we maybe also ask for some technical uh, updates, but maybe we'll give it a few minutes and pause here and see if any of the DAO members or the community have thoughts that they would like to share. I see Discourse 2 is typing, so we can wait for that message. Discourse, Discourse 2 says that participation seems tied to protocol performance. I think there there might be some truth to that in the sense uh, it doesn't have to be with the protocol performance in general. Maybe it's overall performance, you know, of of, of everything uh, on the market. What I find or think is interesting is that to an extent the two BIPs um, are you know different. Um, they are you know they could be related to an extent, but they were you know separate BIPs. But the one thing common between them is the the lack or you know um, the low turnout uh, amongst them. So maybe it's less about the content of the of the BIPs uh, themselves and, and more of you know the the overall market I would say, and and part of it is the protocol performance of course. Yeah, and would would add that if anything, given that Beanstalk is supposed to be able to exist in all market conditions, that perhaps that is the the thing that the system needs to improve upon is how to have a consistent governance system independent of external market conditions. Do you think, Publius, the protocol, though, cannot exist? I mean, as you said, exist in all market conditions. Will it not exist if the BIPs uh, don't pass? I think, is it more of, you know, what we're talking about here is the development of it, and this is the time to develop, and pausing development is unwise. So it's not really about the, you know, it's not an existential risk for the protocol, but it's more of a lost opportunity to continue developing, you know, in this time. It's unclear. Uh, on the one hand, there's no reason to shut Beanstalk down uh, in the sense that it can run forever on, the, on, on Ethereum. But on the other hand, if, if, for example, the DAO is unwilling to approve changes to the system in any capacity, like the seeds for BDV per deposit, uh, such that the 
economic model can continue to be improved, or the governance system can continue to be improved, uh, even if things aren't shut down at the protocol level, it does seem unlikely that Beanstalk will will be the the issuer of the new money. And to to your point, Mod, at the margin, the bear market really is a fabulous time to to build the stuff that is necessary such that when external circumstances do change, the the protocol and the the ecosystem at large is ready for capital. And this was one of the things that we were hoping to allude to in the the pieces that we wrote, which is that currently the DeFi tech stack, given that censorship resistance is a least common denominator problem, uh, the current DeFi tech stack is unable to support any real economic activity. And so even if the the market changes at some point and the protocol starts to grow again, uh, without the the full tech stack to support permissionless or, or, or trustless uh, use of beans uh, for real economic activity, it's unlikely that the system will be sustainable in perpetuity from an economics perspective. And so well, something we've talked about extensively is the difference between uh, speculative demand and uh, utility-based demand. And while when the market conditions change, it's not impossible that uh, there ends up coming to be demand for beans that is speculative, at the moment, we can say confidently that there still is really no utility-based demand for beans. And you could make an argument that the paradox pools and the root partnership that was the first instance of utility-based demand for beans, but it wasn't trustless in the sense that every part of the stack was not censorship-resistant. And there is a lot of work to be done to get to a point where beans can be used for real uh, trustless economic activity. So do feel like it is a big... If there's no development happening and there's no changes to the protocol happening until the market turns... Uh, that would be at the margin a major loss for the protocol. And I, I do think it is worth zooming out and putting Beanstalk in the, the larger context, which is this is all open source tech. And there's nothing preventing uh, anyone from forking Beanstalk and starting it over. And the the main reason that Beanstalk continues to exist in its current capacity and not any other capacity, if we had to guess, was that there is a real network effect that exists from the fact that there are thousands of stockholders and thousands of pot holders and many fertilizer holders. And from that perspective, the real cost uh, will likely not be that Beanstalk dies, uh, but that this version of Beanstalk is outcompeted by another version of Beanstalk. And it, it is important to acknowledge that in an open source environment, this really is a survival of the fittest type of situation. And if the DAO is un- unable or unwilling to iterate on the protocol such that it continues to be uh, the best iteration of Beanstalk, or at least the best iteration of Beanstalk when considering the network effect, uh, so even if it's not the perfect implementation, there's a slightly better one. When you consider the network effect, it's likely that Beanstalk could still have staying power. It's, it, it really is important to, to acknowledge that if Beanstalk just stops being changed in its current form, 
it's it's highly unlikely to succeed and it's highly likely to be forked and replaced by another network that is uh, able to iterate. And again, if we go back to where we started talking about this, there really is something to be said for the ability for the protocol to ossify and making changes to the protocol to be more difficult. And this is one of those two things can be true at once. And so the exact solution where Beanstalk can remain competitive and continue to iterate while there are some guarantees to people that if they don't want changes to the protocol to be made, that they don't necessarily need to maintain exposure to those uh, to those changes, that that can happen. And so, I mean, if we consider how forking an L1 really changes, uh, is different from forking Beanstalk, for example, the primary difference is that the the assets that give Beanstalk their or beans, their value, are generally unforkable or largely unforkable. So the the liquidity in the liquidity pools cannot be duplicated in the same way that if you fork Bitcoin, you can reissue all the Bitcoin to the same same owners as of a block number or just fork the protocol effectively. That doesn't that doesn't hold in this environment because of the nature of how beans get their value and it creates a very tough set of problems that the governance system ultimately needs to answer. And again, it does feel like at the margin, this is now the the biggest risk to Beanstalk is an unable inability to, to govern itself. So uh, perhaps this is a little bit of a rambling here, but or a ramble, but uh, a lot of a lot of different contradictory thoughts that are, are going to have to be integrated in order to create a, a fully functioning, sustainable governance system. Yeah, and I think th there is some irony in in being if you know the better version of Beanstalk is is not one that is you know has better tech but has better governance. And of course, you can argue that governance is is part of the tech. Uh, but maybe a version a version of Beanstalk that is able to make you know better governance decisions, let's say, is is the one that will outcompete the 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 current version. Okay, I see some more typing. Uh, at the Barnyard chat, so let's wait and, and see some some thoughts. Okay, going going to read Warthog's um, post or message. So the Publias blogs were great to communicate the roadmap. They were posted with about a day left to vote coming out of the holidays. Before those blogs, it has mostly been when wells, with a vague understanding of what the team is actually building. Also, I think bear market and the timing heard the vote. Recent information about the irrigation protocol is also exciting. Need to scream from the hills about the roadmap and potential enhancements to get the votes in. Average bean holders don't have time or take effort to dig through different chat rooms on Discord to figure out the news. Mixolydian says, given that Beanstalk is trying to compete in, in terms of cost of centralized financial primitives, do you think being on Ethereum where the gas costs are prohibitive means that it's basically impossible to reach this goal of being frictionless? Publius, do you want to do you want to answer Mixolydian's uh, maybe maybe thought and and we go back to Warthog? Sure. I mean, from our perspective, the goal is to create a, a censorship resistant money, and Ethereum is by far the most censorship resistant network that can support Beanstalk and the the associated technology. Uh, one thing that seems almost certain is that if that changes that the protocol will be able to migrate to wherever it is best and similar to how beanstalk is in a competition with other versions of beanstalk uh 
uh, Ethereum is in competition with other versions of Ethereum. Uh, that might be a little bit too much of a, a stretch, but the concept is, from an L1 perspective, don't feel that Beanstalk is tied to Ethereum. At the moment, it probably is tied to the EVM. Uh, but in terms of long-term, the, the assumption has to be that gas costs on the Ethereum network will trend towards zero without, obviously, they can never reach the limit. But through scaling technology, you'd expect, you'd expect those costs to approach the zero limit. Uh, and independent of that, the question is really, where is the most censorship-resistant uh, network? And feel like feel like it's not a competition at this point. So if that changes, that'll be another conversation for the DAO to have, but uh, not not a priority at the moment from our perspective. Okay, I'm going back to Warthog's um, message. Um, it, it, it is interesting, and maybe part of it uh, where we discussed earlier is if the vote period was you know longer maybe there is some thought to put in that budget bips uh, will have a longer voting period than maybe other 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 bips um but you know it, it's also difficult to or, or try to do it with every time there is a bip to be proposed there needs to be some accompanying blog post um even though there is a, you know a, a good write-up with every bip but something else uh, that that you know spurs let's say i mean just just speaking for, in my own opinion, I think that would be a dramatic waste of time. I think that there's very limited resources in the Beanstalk ecosystem at the moment, and the idea that now things need to be written more than once, uh, yeah, we need better solutions than that. Yeah, a part of it may, may be that also no changes happen and that farmers just get more active in, in the sense that they, you know, Talk to other farmers and encourage them, uh, encourage them to vote. But we 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 will find out, I guess, very soon um, when when the bip is reproposed. Discus two says, if governance depends on participation and participation wanes as attention drifts to other projects, then Beanstalk needs to do more to attract that attention back. Give people a reason to feel excited. Price is part of that. Tokenomics is part of that. Biz dev activity is probably the biggest attention attractor. Save governance through vigorous business development. Discuss. Do you maybe want to elaborate a bit on you know what is the, the business development that that you're that you're talking or thinking about, and maybe tokenomics or the other things that you've mentioned? Yeah, I would I would second that. Which is to say that it continues to be unclear what business development looks like for a protocol like Beanstalk, and furthermore, the the, the concept that attention has drifted towards other projects, uh, not sure what projects are even out there that are receiving much attention. So it just, it at least seems like there's a lot of, a lot of dead energy in the space. And I, it's hard to imagine that any amount of shouting from the rooftops, which again, we will never do, but even if, the Dow wants to fund someone to go shout from the rooftops uh, about this. It doesn't really feel like there's an audience at the moment, which really furthers the point that it probably makes sense to spend this time building the stuff such that whenever people do start to look around again, there's, there's a there there, which currently it's, again, there's probably not. 
And I shared um, a tweet that Farmer Dan shared earlier um, showing the activity in, in December where basically there is you know, no activity um, happening at the moment. I think another part of it may also be that this, this may be um, you know, the first time a BIP or you know, a considerable BIP is, is not passed or did not pass. Um, and, and, the th and the thinking might have been amongst farmers is that, hey, it's okay, I don't need to vote because you know, someone else is, is going to, you know, taking it for granted basically. But but that goes back again to this is governance at the end of the day. So it is you know part of the design and, and worth thinking or looking into. Jadars ask: Is there a timeline for native bean launch on Arbitrum or Optimism? Uh, not at the moment, but it's. I think that root already exists on Arbitrum. That could be wrong, but. Uh... I think that's the case. Yes, I believe Root is on Arbitrum. So there already is bean exposure on Arbitrum. Not sure when, when exactly there will be be a version of Beanstalk applied on Arbitrum, but there's certainly a way to get and use beans on, on, on Arbitrum. Yeah, I mean, really, just to respond to the, to Disco Stew's comment about Frax and Polygon. Uh, I mean, Frax is doing lots of stuff. They're doing lots of stuff, but it's almost like, and, and frankly, haven't been following their project too much in particular, but it seems like all the stuff that they're doing is, is not interesting at all. And so instead of developing new tech that will be used in perpetuity, they are just figuring out how to, how to drum up interest for fracks. And that, that seems to be a uh, much more short-term orientation than than we think it makes sense to have for Beanstalk. Uh, Polygon does have uh, sort of like a well-known, very uh, high, high output biz dev um, aspect to it, but would just, would posit that at the end of the day, the real thing that matters is not the business development it's the tech and they can they can in the short term get activity on polygon at the margin and highlight the activity and make it seem like there's a lot happening but at the end of the day the best tech is what's going to end up being used the whole space is still 15 years old this is the very early days and the idea that the thing to optimize around is telling people how great the product is as opposed to creating a great product seems totally off base, at least from our perspective. So putting aside the fact that we as Publius really never want to be in the position to be selling beanstalk or beans, uh, just think that this is not the right way to allocate time, energy, effort, resources, any of the above, because at the end of the day, the only thing that really matters is the best tech. And we would just take this opportunity to, to really say thank you to Beanstalk Farms, because in our opinion, the work that Beanstalk Farms has been doing, uh, it, it's almost, when you consider how new Beanstalk Farms is, uh, in the grand scheme of things, it's amazing the, the amount of iteration and innovation that is coming out of that group of people. And it really does feel tragic, tragic 
to hear people talking in the Discord about the songs that are getting made uh, being a detractor from what's going on. It's like, this is missing the point entirely. And if, if people are looking substantively at where money is being spent and where time is being spent, uh, I mean, separate from the fact that the culture is a big part of this and I think the songs are a great part of the culture, the idea that the development that is happening is not good enough is ridiculous. The amount of development that's happening out of Beanstalk Farms is is amazing, and w w would w would would even go so far as to say it feels like it feels like the tone of discussion around funding developments really misses the point, which is that the DAO has governance over. I don't know what the total is, but it's more than ten million dollars of non-bean assets in the in the liquidity pools. And if you look at the current run rate and the effect of a, another year's worth or two years worth of run uh, from Beanstalk Farms on the liquidity and the effect it would have on the price, it's like people need to zoom out. Beans have been at 24 cents. Beans have been at 80 cents. Uh, the idea that this short-term deviation down to 94 cents where it is now or going further to 90 cents or 85 cents, that that's even a problem or if it's not a problem at the margin because of it could be avoided by not minting beans that that's worth doing is, is, is wrong. And the fact that this is the, really the first time that the bean price has not dipped significantly, but instead has slowly bled out over the past couple of weeks or months from, from our perspective is a major indication that the quality of the model is continuing to improve dramatically. And therefore it, it, it really does feel like a, like this is a, a, maybe not right now, but the next couple months will be a really key point in, in the evolution of Beanstalk as a system and whether or not the, the, the DAO can, can realign itself with, with the work that needs to get done such that the, the protocol is, is able to outcompete all of its competitors in the grand scheme of things. So it, it's very unfortunate what's going on in our opinion. One thing maybe to also, you know, worth mentioning are the contributors that Beanstalk Farms have time and time again, you know, rose to the occasion um, and, and did, did the work and, and stood by even, you know, when there was no guarantee or there is no guarantee in, on, on the, um, you know, the reward, let's say, or the, or, or the payback for it. Keeping in mind that none of the contributors, you know, at Beanstalk get any sorts of, you know, things such as like, you know, stock grants or equity or, or anything of that sort. It's just pure, you know, beans um, that, that, you know, if we want to compare the other opportunity that's, you know, available to the same set contributors elsewhere, it, it's a no-brainer. And maybe there's a part of it that comes to think of it that, you know, take these things for granted, but, but, but maybe, yeah. I want to respond to a couple of questions that were uh, made or comments that were made in the chat. Uh, Disco Stu asks, so is there or is there not a threat to effective governance by diminishing participation? Uh, definitely there is, but would again say that that's a tech problem, that Beanstalk needs a, an, an implementation of governance that facilitates the alignment between the development of the protocol and the security of the protocol. And again, that seems to be the biggest limiting factor in the tech at the moment 
Uh, but if we zoom out, there's a lot of other tech that will need to get built in order to facilitate real economic activity. And Warthog says, you guys are in a bubble. Uh, don't know exactly who that's addressed to, but would assume it might be addressed to us. And would ask you to be candid about where you think we're missing the mark and to elaborate on it. Because if there's something that we are missing or anyone is missing, I think it's on all of us collectively to raise our voices and make it clear what it is that we feel is important that is not being addressed sufficiently. And that is different than disagreeing on solutions. But uh, yeah, really want to really want to push back on ad hominem stuff like that. And then Warthog says, explain what you are building, communicate roadmap and cool tech and future state plans and announcements, not just on Dow recordings. Uh, to some extent, that's fair, but there, there's, I mean, there's only so much time that can be spent talking. There's, there has to be time spent doing. And we spent, just on my end, I probably spent one or 200 hours writing those two pieces uh, independent of contribution from the other Publius. Uh, and uh, that comes at the margin of a lot of other stuff. And so would push back heavily and say that, you know, if we spend all of our time just writing our thoughts down, nothing will ever get built. And then you're just a talker. And we don't, we don't think we're talkers. So would encourage, would encourage everyone to be a little bit more honest with themselves about whether they are informed and if they're not informed, why they're not informed. But the idea that there isn't the information out there for people to inform themselves in a relatively timely fashion between the recordings of the Dow meetings or the, 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 the weekly updates uh, that, that talk about the updates, uh, sorry, th that are written versions of the updates. Uh, I mean, a, a, more, a more reasonable piece of feedback would be that the updates aren't substantive enough and they need to be longer. That may be. And things can be improved at the margin, but the idea of the, the the statement "explain what you were building" to me is very disingenuous in the sense that there's no there's no amount of additional communication that we can imagine being worthwhile at the margin. And we do want to just push back on our own point and say that if people do feel that way, that is important for us to know. And if people feel like they don't know what's going on, please make it known that the resources that are available are not the resources that people need and suggest other resources that you will find helpful. And I'm betting that those resources will soon exist if people request them. So there's a lot of, there's a lot that can be done to get, get the answers that people want and get the, the explanations that people want. But the, the concept of things need to be explained does seem, does seem disingenuous because of the many different forms that things are being explained, but what, what would potentially be a much more constructive and helpful criticism would be saying what, what additional or, or different forms of, of content can be created uh, on a regular or, or, or non-regular interval such that people do have a sense of what's going on. And separately, do want to just say that the blog posts didn't mention Beanstalk basically at all. And... I guess you, you could make an argument that the second piece, which is more about uh, it's, you know, Beanstalk development update, that it is related to Beanstalk. At the same, by the same token, it's like the, those were, none of those updates were about the changes to Beanstalk, the protocol itself, and more about 
developments that can potentially create or facilitate real economic activity that uses beans and beanstalk. So really do want to just make it clear that we are trying our absolute best as Publius. We talk extensively with members of Beanstalk Farms about how best to communicate everything that's going on. And if that feels like the, the, the limiting factor that people don't know what's going on, please offer suggestions on how to do that. But the the idea that this isn't being communicated or explained feels feels very disingenuous. And just to keep things maybe lighthearted, Asabinia suggests that Beethoven can make a song that, you know, explains the updates. Okay, we're almost um, top of the hour, but I see folks still typing, so we can we can wait a bit and continue this conversation even if it goes beyond the hour. So Disco Sue says participation is really a tech issue, usually a marketing issue. I disagree that governance is a tech issue. I think it's risky to double down on the tech as the problem and solution. This is like the proverbial hammer, only sink nails. Uh, the team is working really hard, but perhaps some of that effort is being misallocated. Perhaps I could better explain what we mean by that in the sense that the protocol needs to have a system of governance in place such that governance cannot be the thing that destroys the protocol. Uh, at the moment, if 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 the DAO is unable to make any changes to the protocol in perpetuity or unwilling to, uh, it's the protocol is is unlikely to succeed as the issuer of money. And so the 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 tech issue, as we see it, is the ability for the protocol to implement a system of governance such that that problem is removed. Don't think that that is particularly related to participation in governance, perhaps the tech problem is how the system should respond to a lack of participation, if that makes sense. Mixol Lydian says, do you think it's fair to say that current DeFi has essentially failed when we, when we now have censorship free ways to own value, exchange it, and earn yields that are in some cases better than fiat alternatives? As in criticizing the current primitives to me also misuses the fact that a lot of value has been brought to the space even if it seems trivial at times. Uh, from our perspective, the probably the only, I mean, if we limit it to DeFi and we put money aside where Bitcoin and Ether are potentially better forms of money than current money, although we would disagree with that statement, but it's possible that it's correct. Uh, when you think about DeFi, uh, we would, uh, going back to the, the blog post, we would identify DeFi or finances trading and loans primarily, and don't feel like the ability to trade in a censorship-resistant fashion is in any way, shape, or form competitive with uh, centralized alternatives, with the potential exception of GMX. Uh, and even there, it's like, that's probably closer to a loan. And from that perspective, really, the, the only thing that is cool in DeFi from a comparison to centralized tech is trustless borrowing where you can mint liquidity or mint uh sorry mint lusd or mint die or take bets on gmx without a counterparty that is really cool but that's all that's not even close to enough to facilitate any sort of real economic activity it's almost like the ability to take on leverage is 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 putting the putting the it's like a chicken and egg problem where you need some sort of real economic activity and you need the ability to borrow 
in order to facilitate that economic activity, but there still isn't the ability to really have economic activity on chain. So don't definitely don't think it's unfair to say that current DeFi has essentially failed. Uh, in fact, that was the the purpose of the articles that we wrote, uh, which is to say that current DeFi really sucked. So J-Dub says, not questioning what is being built, just saying selling is vital. I mean, candidly, if, if there was no question of legality and securities laws, I think it would be much more uh, easy to say, yeah, let's, let's figure out how we collectively can go sell this to the, to the world, but think that that's probably, probably not a great solution given the current regulatory environment. And so there is a little bit of a, a difficulty here in terms of how can we honestly, as a community, how can we honestly communicate ourselves and what, what's going on to the world at large without selling? In fact, feeling like, feel like the word selling is, is really a problem. And the, the, maybe the, the thing that needs to happen is more education and more awareness. And uh, these things come in waves. And at the moment, there doesn't seem to be much interest in learning about Beanstalk. So Maybe, maybe the thing that can be done is a stronger educational effort, uh, more content to get out there for people to see and to learn about. Uh, but th those blog posts that we published are, are along those lines and in line with, with that idea for how to best get, get Beanstalk on people's radars. But it's, it's hard to, to see more, more, uh, more along the lines of selling being a good good idea at this point. Publius, do you not think that it's okay to have periods of downtime? You know, I don't know. We're talking about like what a few months, maybe 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 two months. Like Bitcoin had had years. Is it is it not okay to have these prolonged periods of you know low activity or no activity before things go on? Is it unrealistic to expect you know high activity every month or every week or I don't know what the period is? This is the whole concept of Beanstalk, which is can it exist in any and all market conditions? That's it. Chilling at 95, 94 cents in the middle of this bear market is, and not just the way it's chilling, it's slowly, slowly decreasing. And there's no, there's no demand for beans whatsoever at the moment. And nonetheless, the protocol remains relatively in good shape. And again, you, you put it in the context of the seeds per BDV sticks out as a major issue in terms of peg maintenance that could be fixed in a simple way very quickly if the goal was to repeg immediately. But instead, again, from our perspective, the goal continues to be to, implement things once and then iterate on on that further as opposed to implementing short-term solutions so if if the peg were the problem we would be in favor of changing the seeds per bdv to some extent but we don't we don't see it as a problem and in fact see see this as a another data point that the model is actually doing quite well and over time particularly if if we fast forward and assume that the system is back at peg and back growing again these types of data points, these different types of 
crashes, if you will, where sometimes it's a fast crash as Beanstalk has experienced, sometimes it's a slow bleed. All of these are good data points for the model and should, in the grand scheme of things, create more confidence that the protocol is sustainable from an economics perspective and really just don't 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 think it makes sense to get lost in the weeds of the price is off by five cents. It's like, what's the inflation rate in the U.S. right now? There's the, the peg maintenance is an imperfect science, and Beanstalk really does seem to be at the forefront. At the forefront. So, yeah, let's not let's not hold Beanstalk to a perfect standard, and instead hold it to a standard relative to everything else that's going on. And in, in that context, things are definitely still moving in the right direction. And you consider the amount of beans that have been minted relative to the bean supply and relative to liquidity in the past and the, the liquidity to supply ratio at those times, the system continues to be in a dramatically healthier position than it's ever been in before. So it is important to just contextualize what's going on and not, not get lost in the sauce. Albion asks, if there's concern about Beanstalk's legal or regulatory status, wouldn't it be better to find out now? Why is it more desirable to march on, grow quietly, and then find out the answer to these questions later? Uh, would bifurcate Beanstalk and Beanstalk Farms in this case? And say that Beanstalk's, Beanstalk is a permissionless open source protocol, and we went through what we believe to be the the most honest and fair and transparent process to create the system as possible and think that that is really fundamentally different given that it's a software that runs on Ethereum uh, to Beanstalk Farms, which is people and people that are working on Beanstalk. And as soon as you have people start to sell beans, uh, that's a very different thing than building beanstalk and the other comment is wouldn't it be you say wouldn't it be better to find out now the government is in particular not giving any answers there is no way to get clarity so aside from going to the sec and asking for them to approve it which they never do uh i think polka dot might be one of the only cases where they did approve anything uh but that might have even been through the I think it was through the SEC. Um, the concept is that this is this is not something where the regulatory environment is conducive towards uh, compliance because compliance is totally undefined. And frankly, don't think that it's likely that from a regulatory perspective, Beanstalk remains in the clear, particularly if it's successful. It seems likely that the government will come after either us, Publius, or uh, Beanstalk Farms at some point, who knows, but uh, as soon as there's a shift to uh, towards selling beans, and the goal is, hey, this person is supposed to sell beans, yeah, that's very clearly, at least from our perspective, a, a, a data point that is unlikely to help Beanstalk in the regulatory environment. So, yeah, we, we, we would love nothing more than to be able to talk freely about how, you know, great beanstalk is, if you will. Uh, but that's just not the 
that's just not the world we live in. Okay, we are at the end of the Barnyard chat. I still see folks typing. So maybe we give it a minute or two before we conclude this meeting. Mixolydian asks, are you currently happy, Publius, with the way things are going? Think everything needs to be evaluated at the margin. Think that some things are imperfect. Uh, the fact that the Seraph bib didn't pass is probably uh, not great. But think that from a high level, we don't think that there's any group or project that is doing anything that would, would indicate to us that Beanstalk is not still the future. And we still, we are very excited to continue to work on this and are really encouraged by the quality of development, the quality of the people that continue to be attracted and work on Beanstalk, and the rate of improvement on both of those fronts. And therefore, this feels like, this feels like a, a bump in the road, but generally this is a true bear market and beans are at 95 cents that's pretty good that is pretty good from our perspective so things can always be better things, you know, there could be a, a pump in apy right now and the market cap could be at a billion beans but that's not reality and therefore uh, putting things in the context of the market at large and the fact that the, the exploit happened less than a year ago uh we don't we don't feel like we have much to complain about at the moment Simil says that he kind of wants the um, the call or the meeting to continue. We we can continue as 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 much and as long as you know farmers want to. Uh, Jdubs asks if uh, there has been a discussion on extending the the budget bit uh, or the budget from being a quarterly budget to a six months budget. This has been discussed and it's taken into consideration. So when Beanstalk Farms was originally created, the thought was that. In order to give the DAO the most control over what was being done, it made sense to have shorter renewals. But if the if the the funding continues to be such a friction point, one solution is to just get funding approved for longer periods of time. But I feel like there's probably a better solution where the DAO can continue to have frequent say on what is being funded and how it's being funded and still do it in a way where there, there perhaps isn't as much friction every time there needs to be something funded. But, but do want want to just say, we don't think that the model, uh, at least at this point, don't feel like the model of the DAO minting beans to fund new shit. That's that's something that should exist forever. Uh, but given that the stage that Beanstalk is at right now, uh, it probably does continue to make sense. Okay, I see JDubs typing, so we'll wait for that message. Right, and JDubs, I think, was saying that they are probably leaning more towards the six months instead of three months. Okay, um, with that, we are at the end uh, of this um, um, of, of the Barnyard chat or this or this meeting. Um, again, to everyone, um, we can continue this conversation um, at any channel on Discord. We can have impromptu, you know, meetings if needed. Um, otherwise, we'll be having this meeting every week.
So we'll see you next week. Thank you all for joining.